0: Well, hello. I'm Amelia Myers.
1: I'm Jason Rosenwald. And, and this, this is Married, married to Hollywood. Hollywood, where
0: we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly.
1: About being married to each other.
0: And the industry.
1: What up, lady? Hi, how you doing? Um, Somewhere between happy and stressed AF. Yeah. Yeah. You? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pretty good. Tired, tired, but good. This was one of those weeks where all of a sudden it's Wednesday again, and yeah. we're recording this again, yeah. and I'm like, we just recorded this
1: but it's, that's already uh, been a week another week in quarantine so it's um,
0: <laughs> yeah but some weeks the days actually feel like
1: full days yes and there's like an actual week of time yes. whereas this last week it's been a day of time yes but at the same time all the days have been quite long
0: get correct
1: uh-huh i'm, I'm right there with it's, you. it's been an odd
0: <laughs> little thing um i'm really proud of you though Oh yeah! What well, are you okay. doing tomorrow?
1: So I'm taking my real estate licensing exam whoop, whoop. for uh, the national portion and the state of Maryland
0: tomorrow. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yep. you are.
1: Which means I completed the 60 hour training, which actually is only 50 hours because that's the requirement <laughs> of the study course that I took. Um, and I've taken so many practice exams, and I'm going to take even more after I finish. Yeah, just doing prepare this and tonight. get
0: ready, and you get take a your time sleep. with it and You'll go. It, it's really interesting because. Normally, you go in person to sit for an exam like this, but it's COVID. So, yeah. I mean, how are they doing it tomorrow? So, what
1: are you doing? So, uh, what I'll be doing is I've downloaded a specialized server. And that once I run that uh, web browser on my computer, it shuts down everything other than it. And so, once I'm in that, That's wild. I also activate my camera. And the online proctor gets to watch me through my, <laughs> through my webcam to make sure I'm not cheating. <laughs> <laughs> and I sit for a test for three hours. That is 110 questions, 30, s- low, uh, 30 for state uh, certification, 80 for national um, certification. The 110 questions, I have to get a 70% to. Pass. I haven't scored under seventy-eight percent on any of the practice Woo-hoo! tests, um, but the fact that I've scored in the seventies makes me nervous. So, and no, I figured out great. why. You're gonna be great. Yeah, it's you're just because it I was out. over, I was overthinking some math, and I finally figured it out after banging my head against the wall.
0: No, you're gonna do great, and you've been flying through the practice exams. It hasn't yes. taken you three hours, but as you were saying, you're gonna take the time, use the window, but then when you're done, you're done. I do find it interesting. I mean, I think it's great. That's how they're doing it, but there's gonna be a proctor online who you don't see, who is just.
1: Watching me. There. (laughs) Yeah. So it's an interesting thing. And
0: you're taking it at?
1: I'll be taking it at your dad's office in the study room? In
0: the the classroom. In the classroom. In the classroom. classroom, That's what it's called. the office, yeah.
1: And so I've got a window and a full... Conference table to myself and a bunch of chairs, and
0: which is great. You went and did a practice there yeah, today, just I so you did felt comfortable. Three in the practices area. there today, yeah. just so I felt safe and yeah. comfortable in the area. I've got a You're calculator,
1: a um, I'm good to go. Yeah, you got only
0: could only use a very specific, very simple calculator, simple cal- calculator. otherwise, and they can deem it
1: it's cheating It's cheating. Yeah. yeah, so that's the real estate thing that I'm doing.
0: And I'm proud, um, of you. yeah.
1: And once I f- once I pass that, which I would be uh, shocked and dismayed, appalled and dismayed. I don't. What's your phrase? Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh,
0: disappointed, shocked. Yeah. All of
1: those things with myself. Cold
0: and dismayed. If that's I manage
1: to um, need to take the test again, but should I? I get one more test before I have to then restudy everything.
0: Ah, that's how it works. Yeah.
1: Then you have to get re, You have to get a recertification that you studied again. Oh, which yeah. Which is a pain in the tush.
0: <laughs> which you're not going to need. It's great. No. So I already said um, tomorrow night it's going to be a celebratory dinner yeah. wherever you want. So let me know
1: i'll think about it
0: <laughs> i'm proud of you
1: chicken breast broccoli and brown rice
0: i mean don't you want something a little more exciting
1: hmm <laughs> no i mean i realize i realize, so. I realize we're, you
0: know, are <laughs> calorie counting and being very cautious with what you're eating at the moment mm, but you're still allowed to maybe have celebratory meals sweet potatoes meals. <laughs> 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 well i love you and it's going to go great
1: thanks babe
0: how else you doing um, what's going on
1: you know uh we we both got an email that our agent um, i was gonna bring that up yeah for our southeast representation uh mainland entertainment so i had
0: i got an email yesterday and it was a a reply or a response to that hallmark movie channel audition uh, the movie that i auditioned for a couple weeks ago that we both auditioned for and since it said re and then the name of the role in the film i was like (gasps) what did i book it did i book it it? (laughs) And instead, it was the life of an actor, you, it, right. You
1: get a reply from an agent on something on like, some on yeah. a project. Oh, whoa, whoa. um
0: but unfortunately, Covid just it just hit mainline entertainment too hard. and yeah, I mean, they are gonna be closing uh, their doors. And
1: a lot of people, you, you know, were suffering from that. Um even like the really big agencies, they had to uh, a lot of people had to forego bonuses and pay. and a lot of people got laid off. A lot of people it's, got laid off. It's gonna
0: it is wild yeah. times. But I had been with mainline. Uh, since the year after we got married, they and they signed that, me in 2014, and they brought sent, you on a couple years later. Yeah, 15 or
1: 16. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And so it's a it's an interesting chapter close, close as far yeah. as that agency. We're, yeah. We'll we'll get more yeah. new representation, representation in, in Atlanta and the southeast, and... but um, everyone at Mainline Abha, especially, was just a gem, lovely. Yeah. And best just, wishes. Yeah. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Enjoy retirement. Yes. <laughs> She's gonna. She's going to retire, but that that was an interesting It's an odd little, email. Yeah. Lila this week. Okay, so she is obsessed with The Little Mermaid. We've talked about this before. Mm,
1: to the nth degree.
0: It is so cute because she will detail what's going on when we're listening to the music. Ugh. So she knows when's... You know, the, the soundtrack has the songs and then it's all of the instrumental parts that come yes. afterward. And she goes, King Triton is coming. Sebastian is coming. Ursula is coming. Like, she she knows the music and who's coming next, which is so cute. And who's
1: angry and who's sad. And who's angry and sad.
0: So it hits the part where, spoiler alert, where Ursula is... you haven't seen the Little Mermaid. (laughs) You never know. Yeah, I would be shocked. Fair. But you Um, never know. Where Ursula is using Ariel's voice to hypnotize Prince Eric, and she's, you know, disguised herself as this beautiful maiden. And... In the book, it talks about how Ariel was heartbroken, and it gets to this part in the music, and Lila just looks at me and puts her hands on her heart and this little sad face, and goes, "Ariel, heartbroken. It's she's a, heartbroken. The fact Poor that our daughter Ariel. has lo-
1: even if she's just mimicking <laughs> behavior, oh my the God. fact but that she talk
0: about how she's sad, like she gets it. Yeah,
1: but like the fact that she's that intuitive is both beautiful and amazing, but also. terrifying. Terrifying. She's so smart. It's unbelievable. She's too smart. Too smart. So in
0: my parents' living room, there's a beautiful mantle, a fireplace and a mantle, and there is a huge menorah. It's an artwork by Philip Ratner, a wonderful artist and family friend, and there are these sculptures and faces in it, and I couldn't figure out what she was doing. Yet Was that yesterday or the day before? I told
1: you what she was doing yesterday.
0: It was yesterday. That was just yesterday. That was just yesterday. Wow. And I come back down from teaching, and Jason was like, check this out, because she was talking to...
1: The statue. The, the, the yeah. little sculpture, the yeah.
0: holding her little Ariel. I said, what? She was talking to the sculpture and the faces in there because it looked like the Prince Eric statue mm-hmm. that's in Ariel's grotto after his ship goes down. And I was like, oh, come on. And I go over and she's touching the face. And there's, you know, the line in the movie when Flounder surprises her, it goes, "Um, oh, Flounder looks just like him. It even has his eyes. And she looks at me and goes, why, Eric? Run away with you? This is all so sudden, and she kind of leans into him, and then she giggles, and then King Triton shows up, and he's very angry. And so she kept saying, (laughs) "Eric, run away!" Oh, sudden! And she would just snuggle. She she would snuggle, and she'd whip up her head and go, "King Triton, very angry." (laughs) And she did this so many times; just just blew my mind watching that little mind. Grow Your work is just... Ma- it's pure magic. Yeah. It's pure magic.
1: And we played basketball together. Like, you actually played basketball yeah. together.
0: I kind of did this afternoon with like, you, too. Like, we
1: got the basketball out, and she's like, put it in the basket. And she told me to put it in the basket. put it in the basket. Put, and I, I was, basket. was so confused. I was like, huh? <laughs> oh. And she goes, Daddy, put it in the basket. And then I missed, and she went, aw. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's okay. It's okay. I'll put it in. So then I put it in. And I think... it. um the first few times it gets stuck because the the net's so old that it's a little it's bit a very, rigid, very old um, net, and so you have to like make a few shots go through before it'll loosen up so you can just put the shots through. And the by the time I got to putting the shots through, she thought the ball had fallen fallen out. She thought oh. she thought putting it in the basket was supposed to stay there because that's what <laughs> she was seeing happen. Um, and then she started going around to spots in the driveway, going. Put in basket from here, from here, and like would go over and like call, uh, beckon me over <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> I'd stand where she was standing and I'd, put, and I'd take a so shot from cute. there. And then she'd make fun of me if I missed.
0: She wanted me to do that with her today too when we were out there. And I, I am not a basketball player, I'm not good at it. I don't make shots ever. So I went, okay, she goes, put in basket. And she went, mommy, stand here. And so oh. I did. And then I did it and it went in. And then I got stuck because of the net. <laughs> so called I called me. Jason and was like, I wasn't expecting to make the shot. How do I get it out of said stuck net? <laughs> and then I, I was on a roll. I would say uh, I got three out of four shots like consistently. Nice. And I was like, whoa, all Solid right. Solid shooting percentage. And then every time I would miss, she would giggle like crazy. She thought it was so funny when I missed. And your the, my car was still in the driveway because you had left it on the driveway. Oh, I
1: still So still trying
0: to put it in the basket and then catch it before it hit the car. She also thought that was a very funny Oh, date. I
1: need to, yeah, I need to bring the car in.
0: You can. You will later when you walk, little man. Things to do. Things to do. <laughs> so how else are you? How are your, how's your heart and head this week?
1: Um, generally good. Um, you know, my mom's health has bounced back nicely. Um, you're generally doing better than you were a week ago. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like I'm generally good. I, I mean, I'm really, really concerned um for the welfare of our country. Um,
0: yeah, that's kind of between terrifying.
1: the fires, all the political unrest, all the um yeah, uh, turmoil over uh, p- injustice from the police and all of the the things that are happening. it's a lot. Um, it, it is a
0: lot and it weighs it weighs heavy and yeah. then the pandemic on top of it and then our situation on top of it. I mean, yeah. it's just kind of.
1: I just Feels a little heavy. I keep on making sure that I'm like reaching out and talking to people that have differing opinions on things than me. And sometimes what's confusing is trying to empathize with somebody whose worldview is so different than yours. Yeah. And so then when they receive information, the filter that they're receiving things from, it, it it's just so different. Like they're the things that they believe in, or the things that they doubt, or the things that they hold to be true as a baseline are so vastly different from mine, they might as well be living in a different reality. Wow. And it's really hard to consistently acknowledge and empathize with a person like that because you have to make sure that you remember, like, no matter what, there's humanity across that Facebook screen or across that, that retweet or across that reply on Instagram or what have you. And it's really important that regardless of your... Opinion of things like the movie Cuties, which oh my god, that firestorm this last week.
0: Yeah, no, I want to touch on that. For we'll we'll, we'll go into that. Well, Finish you, your thought. Uh, but then
1: uh, we'll... As well as you know, all the different things uh, r- with regards to the fires uh, on the West Coast. Uh, the uh, the whistleblower report that there's allegedly been uh, histor- forced hysterectomies of women that are um, my heart
0: sunk into my feet in, in when cap- I read that.
1: I don't know. How it's like in captivity. They're not in captivity. They're in jail. They're prisoners. They're in effectively concentration camps by any other name Yeah, uh, on our, uh, in Georgia, which is part of the ICE detention facilities. And it's just, it feels really weird to be American right now.
0: It really does. It really does. And I do have to commend you for, I got nervous when you started this Facebook discussion. No, I was talking
1: about loads of other things, but yeah, that too.
0: Um, well, well, specifically that one. Um, there are just so many people are so set in their ways and they've dug in their heels and go, this is what I'm doing. And if you don't agree with me, F you and I'm cutting you out and blocking you and all these things. Yeah. And the, I try to stay off because it affects me. I just I take on the emotion and it just weighs too heavy. But the ones that I do read, people get nasty and oh, they, they turn good. on each other. Oof, and brutal people who are complete strangers in one conversation jumps in and slashes someone's throat and just, it gets so... Verbally. Verbally. It gets so incredibly vicious and brutal. And so I got nervous when you started this, when it's someone that we know. And I went, tread lightly. I don't know, be careful. And I was really proud of you because you didn't fall into any trap of getting hot and heated and what so many people do. You really just wanted to have a genuine open conversation of opinion and circumstance and what's going on.
1: Well, there's and one conversation I did get heated in, and that was well, unfair. But, it, and I apologized, it and then it, it came back. And it it happens.
0: Um, but I just I think it's wonderful that you actually make these conversations and you seek it out. I know some of it is because you find it entertaining and you're poking the bear. I think that's why I got nervous with this one yesterday, because I know you like to poke, and I was afraid with who mm, you were poking. Uh,
1: I, I think I only poke the bear with people who... Um, when they lead with aggression. Yeah. That's when you poke. And it's just because it's like, oh, okay, you're going to straw man me. Yeah. Let's, let's have fun. Okay. You know? Like, okay.
0: Because I wasn't sure if that's how this was going to go. Uh, and it, I was really proud of you and very impressed by.
1: If I actually think. If I actually think that the person on the other end of the conversation is having a conversation. Not yeah. just shouting into the void at me. I'll have a conversation. And I'll have a conversation all the way up until I feel that point. Yeah. Like. It's just so, one of the beautiful things about the time that we live in is you can connect to anybody, anywhere, and you can shape their opinion through the arts, through media. But that's also the absolute danger of this era is that because the internet is so wide and vast, and if you end up in the right algorithmic sinkhole, like Alice in Wonderland style, you just go down the rabbit hole and you constantly find um, this feedback loop that's reaffirming the beliefs that you have whether left right center negative positive scientific or not and the problem with that is that the further you get down that hole the harder it is to accept that somebody else's point of view might be based in actual reality or Mm -hmm. actual facts Mm -hmm. not not debatable Mm -hmm. things and it's just it, it started off honestly I feel like it started with um, with birtherism uh, but I mean that's how our current president rose to prominence is him claiming that um, uh, former President Barack Obama wasn't eligible to be a president because of his mm-hmm. uh, birth or immigration status and it's just so it's such a shame that that's that's where we're at where we can both look at something there's that uh, there's that very popular meme of uh, meme is it a meme I guess it's a meme of two people standing on the ground looking at what could be a six or a nine and the captions like perspective and it and then somebody made a new version of it. it's like no 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 perspective is fine but at some point this was either a six or a nine what are there el- what other things are there to give you context is there a mm. is there a one or a five somewhere or a two that's oriented in a way to let you know if this is a six or a nine because that is a six or a nine. Right. It's not both. One of you is right, one of you is wrong. You can debate as much as you want, but until you gather more facts and more information to contextualize what you're doing, your framework might just be wrong.
0: Oh, I like that a lot. And I was
1: like, oh, wow, cool. Because one time I saw one that was like, normally this would be six or nine, but one person sees six and the other person sees four. And that's the reality that we're living in. It's <laughs> one person sees six and the other person's like, no, nah, that's 52. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. I don't, don't want to talk to you. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. I like that.
1: Yeah, it was really is, cool. Is it
0: a six or a nine?
1: Huh. It does matter though. Context matters.
0: Well, that's different than the glass half empty or half full. Like it's similar, but it's it's definitely different. Is
1: the glass half empty or half full? Well, was it being refilled? Or was it being consumed?
0: Context. Context definitely does a lot. Yeah. It also talks about optimism versus pessimism. Oh,
1: yeah. I'm always a, a half time. empty person. And
0: I always go the half full <laughs> route. It's one reason why we work well together.
1: You know, balance. You, you know. <laughs> uh,
0: well, before we move on um, to cuties real quick, but I do want to touch upon that. I just want to do a quick shout out to um, Jamie Bleacher. So you guys should check this out. Um, this is not a you know sponsorship type of thing at all, but I just I truly love it. Jamie is a mom to two incredible twin boys who are Lila's age. They're just—they're really close in age, just a couple of weeks, a week. Um, She is an incredible, incredible artist. You have to check out the Glitter Enthusiast. She makes beautiful works of art with paint using the IVF needles, Um, and she talks about her journey having the boys and. The, the pain and the ups and the downs, just everything she had to go through and what so many women do go through. And just the works of art are incredible. And I purchased three of her masks They're beautiful. for us uh, to support her. And it's also just good to have masks right now. But she has throw pillows and notebooks and shoes and art. And I mean it's just so beautiful. And I just wanted to give her a shout out because she is an awesome, hardworking mama and I'm proud of you. And check out her <laughs> stuff because it is gorgeous. The glitterenthusiast.com.
1: Glitterenthusiast.com.
0: Yes. And it's wonderful. The end. I just had I just wanted to That's get in funny. there. I wanted to say it. Hi, Jamie. Thanks, <laughs> I Jamie. I just wanted to say it. Your masks are beautiful. Your work is beautiful. And I admire you so much. Shifting back. <laughs> cuties.
1: Well, here's the thing: is have you watched any of it yet? I
0: have not. All okay. right. So This happened in this last week. It was suddenly cancel Netflix and and pedophile and this and that and the other. And these kids are over sexualized and all this. And and I was like, what is going on? And I'm seeing so much of the Internet blowing up with hashtag cancel Netflix. So many friends of mine going bye bye. And even um, some higher level in the entertainment industry who I'm actually friends with, they're hopping on and doing Instagram stories. Cancel Netflix. Bye bye. I was like, what is going on? And my initial thought was, okay, have they all watched this and why are they jumping the gun on judgment and what's happening? But I didn't voice anything because I was too uh, nervous that people would leave down my throat going, you know, oh, so you support this, blah, blah, blah. So I didn't say anything. And then Jason started talking (laughs) about it. What, you've actually watched some of it.
1: Um, I've watched probably a third to two thirds of the film. Um, I I was scanning through it real quickly or reading subtitles. And then I would also, um, try to listen to the dub. The problem for me is, um, it's a French film made by a Senegalese, uh, French Muslim woman immigrant to France. Um, and the problem for me is that the dub to English is a really wonky and I think mm. the uh, voice actors who dubbed it were adults doing kids' voices. Oh, you think? So it just because something, something was it's just off. a little off. Yeah. So some things totally don't really match up with the dub.
0: Can you watch it with subtitles instead of dub? Yeah,
1: yeah, you can. Um, I don't... I was watching it with subtitles on as well as the dub. Mm, okay. Um, so I guess that's just closed captioning at that point. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... The story is, um, I mean, it's not really, and it's not really like a, an amazing script. It's not really an amazing story. What really makes the film captivating and aggressive is the fact that it's the film does sexualize children. There's no if ands, or buts about it. The film sexualizes children. However, by sexualizing these children in the film, these kids in the film, the characters are sexualizing themselves. Because they don't understand at their young age of 11, Eleven. 12, right. 13, that um, the only way to get likes on Instagram, TikTok,
0: right. all the social media uh, Facebook,
1: what have you, is um, the, the only currency women seem to have on those platforms is their sexuality, their bodies. Yeah. And so these girls, in order to promote their following and grow their dance group the cuties are being very inappropriate doing very suggestive dances and um i think it's really inappropriate i think the way they shot it you know the fact that a female filmmaker made it kind of gives it a little bit more leeway um if a male filmmaker made it i would say that it's definitely just straight exploitative craziness it's just because like I feel like a woman has a little bit more care. And she said she spent a year and a half doing research, interviewing hundreds of young girls all around France about this experience, about the about them being sexualized in the media. And she just really is trying to drive home this notion that like, as a society, we are failing.
0: I think that that's what you were saying that made... You were just saying something different than you were saying to me the other night, but I totally get what you're saying.
1: I'm just trying to give an overview of everything because
0: you were saying everyone was so wrong to jump on it and not everything hear this woman's story and what she's doing is actually trying it's supposed to make you uncomfortable there is such an issue with our society and making girls needing to grow up on social media so fast they don't know what to do with themselves and you got the whole thing about the parenting factor and i mean there were all these different things Again, I haven't watched it, so yeah, I can't fully I, give my opinion yet, <clears throat> but what I've seen of her documentary, Little little Short, and other things that I've... And I did see one clip from Cuties and was like, wow, that is really inappropriate. Raunchy as heck. Um, But when I heard her speaking about why, I was like, I just wish people, and this goes across every platform of politics, media, of everything, people need to be informed before they take yes. action and make comments that are blatantly incorrect. Yeah. Or at least educate yourself enough to then justify why you are saying X, Y, and Z. The amount of people who went cancel Netflix and canceled their account without actually watching and actually finding what the true message was and her reasoning for making the film Mm -hmm. as an actor and an artist is offensive. Yes. Truly and completely offensive. And so I think it was once I watched her little short, I got shocked by all of the actors and celebrity level people who I know who canceled Netflix, went bye-bye, over this, I was very surprised well, from the artist's side. It also is but, interesting
1: because I think the United States, uh, specifically, is reacting this way.
0: Right, you mentioned that too.
1: Um And I would say it's because of the QAnon movement, honestly. Um, Maybe it's not that it's not that it's not that we shouldn't be saving our children. It's not that we shouldn't be concerned with sexual predators, um, pedophilia, oh and gosh, sexualization of, of our children. It's not that, and not I don't at all. mean to uh, in any way. Um, downplay the severity of those issues and the people that are really doing amazing work to save kids and bring in these pedophile rings and shutting down child pornography rings. Like these are huge, 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 huge things. things. And that industry makes a disgusting amount of money. Uh, and I think the United States is the number one consumer
0: That's per capita.
1: But that being said, I don't believe this is child pornography. No. Um, well, you say that. But you haven't seen it. No, um, from, what,
0: from what I have gathered so far and what I've seen, I just, and I need to watch it. I'll watch it before next week so I can actually voice a stronger opinion. I was just shocked and disappointed in so many people for jumping on the bandwagon and making such an uproar when they weren't fully educated. I was
1: actually having a really great conversation with uh, Ariel Washington.
0: Yes, I was going to um, mention her too. Hi.
1: And she said like her watching that film was her seeing a mirror Back to her childhood, growing yeah. up in uh, Las Vegas, running around, being a silly kid, and not knowing any better, and ending up in a lot of really uncomfortable, really unfortunate circumstances, because when you're a preteen and a teenager, you're, to quote Bernie Spears, you're, you're, what is it, uh, you're no longer a girl, not quite a woman? I'm not a girl. That one. Yeah, that one. Not
0: yet a woman. That.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank you.
0: You're welcome. So m-
1: my thing about that as a father to a daughter, as a girl dad, right, is it's really important that um, I make sure that at the end of the day, the people who are most closely parenting my child are me and her mom, my wife. Like Hi. you. Me. Um, <laughs> and I, I think that... We, as a society, abdicate of a lot of responsibility to the media, to social media, and to friend groups, to parent our children, to teachers. And I understand there are loads of working mothers and fathers and loads of absent mothers and fathers and loads of, like, just people that can't be there for their kids for a variety of very, very valid reasons. And then also, there's a huge swath of people who are unavailable to their children because they're selfish. And, Mm. um... I think our society just continues to knock down the age with which it is okay to sexualize children, male or female. Yeah. And that is a problem that has existed for 20, 30, 40, 60 years that is just continually dropping. I mean, you look at uh, Jodie Foster played a 12-year-old prostitute. Right. yep, yep. Um and you look Dude, at the, get
0: out of my head! I was just thinking that, and then you said
1: it. <laughs> you look at the movie Kids, which came out in nineteen ninety-five, which was Rosario Dawson's uh, first break. She's sixteen, playing a sixteen-year-old who's sexually active, and like you're watching this, and you're like, "Oh, okay, this is cringy as
0: I don't heck. think I ever saw that."
1: You should see it. Also, there's thirteen and thirteen. Yeah, it's just, yep, it's just yep, yep. um And but then the subject
0: matter is not new. I think no, the way they but approached the it. Thing
1: that. Is really frustrating is I don't remember this amount of super vitriol on what I would consider to be, and forgive me if I'm misstating this, the Christian right. Uh-huh. There was not that same thing for tithers and tiaras. There's, they're not. They're not That's shouting. A good
0: thing. Dance moms, toys and toddlers. Like they're, they're, they're not
1: th- shouting to shut down cheerleader camps across the country. Right. That, those kids start cheering when they're thirteen. I I yeah. remember being fourteen, thinking, "Wow, that cheerleader's hot," and she was fourteen. And you know what's crazy? There were probably eighteen-year-old guys and nineteen-year-old guys looking at that fourteen-year-old cheater, same thing. thinking she's hot. And it's really hard because we are children who are sexualizing other children, but they're only dressing that way because they're given permission to dress that way by adults. So it's just like this really weird cycle and Hollywood has a huge part to play in it. Oh, for sure. For sure. uh, Hollywood. I mean, you look at the Harvey Weinsteins and the Jeffrey Epsteins and people that are connected deeply, deeply into Hollywood and the terrible, terrible things they did to men and women, girls and boys. Yeah. And yes, there is a, there is definitely a reckoning when it comes to, um, human trafficking. And sex traffic within Hollywood, but I don't think cuties is part of it. I think it starts a great conversation. I think it's a conversation that we should continue to have as a society and about how important it is for us to let our kids be kids. But it's also really important for us as a society to be present for our kids,
0: to be present and to have our eyes opened and not turn away from something that is uncomfortable when it's an actual statement. Statement, yeah, yeah, but agreed. That
1: being said, agreed. like. The, I do need to watch it, though, yeah, so I'm fully informed. I, I think my thing about it is, is like it blows my mind that there are so many artists, like you said, that are like, just so going to prejudge the heck out of it. And it's like, well, okay. That's what I meant by an artist's okay. point of view.
0: I am insulted. This film. They are telling a story, and it's not a comfortable story, for no. sure, or from what I know, but like, don't just. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, you know what we're saying. Yeah. It's true. We've, we've, we've belabored that point I know yep. So I'll cool. watch it She should I will Good job <laughs>
0: <laughs> Moving into our homework Oh, before yeah. homework Before okay. homework cool. The Creative Artist Emmys were the. Were, uh, I think they were last night Oh, wow, I missed it's those the, Well, the Emmys are Sunday So they always do the what? Creative Artists A few days before What day is it? Which was when is I, is I <laughs> went with Brian Goldberg Hi, Brian All the, those years ago um, I the remember The Creative Artist Emmys Yeah well, the Emmys are this weekend, so next week we'll of course talk the winners. Yeah. I am so curious how they're going to do this because they're doing it virtually via and Zoom.
1: Wait, you mean they're not gonna they're not gonna hold a rally or a party inside <laughs> of an indoor area where it's strictly been forbade by law? In spite of that, hmm.
0: Hmm. that's good. Who else is? Huh. Hmm. I wonder. Anyway, ah, <laughs> uh, but no. But Jimmy Kimmel is hosting, and it's going to be uh,
1: <laughs> From home? at the
0: No, he'll be at the Staples Center actually. So he's going to be there. But I don't think anyone else is going to be in the Staples Center. Everyone no. else is going to be well, oh, production. Uh, well, well, like for the main part of the ceremony. But and everyone else is coming in virtually and i'm really curious how they're going to do it so i'm i'm excited to watch. Really
1: hope everybody has a green screen at home and a really good camera.
0: A green screen a camera. I'm curious if people are actually going to get dressed up or if people are just going to be in pajamas. I think we're going to see a little bit oh, of Oh, there's going
1: to be a mixture. I I think think there's there's also be people who are going like, to dress up on top and not on and bottom. And not on the bottom.
0: I'm yeah. <laughs> so that's that's this weekend, you know, award season doesn't really happen till the beginning of the year, but yeah. The Emmys kind of well, it's sort also of be a kicks in. It it's award
1: gonna be weird. The Oscars
0: have already been pushed. I don't think they pushed the SAG awards yet, but everything did. Oh, they did push yeah. the SAG awards? They did. Did they push the globes too? Have they pushed everything? Uh, I don't, I, maybe. I think that's why I was initially surprised that the Emmys were still happening on their original date. But
1: you can do them inside apparently.
0: Yeah. So we'll talk about that next week. But to our homework, the Artist Way Week, week two. two. Recovering a Sense of Identity. What did you think about this chapter?
1: Um, I, the, 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 crazy maker,
0: the crazy maker, that's
1: the thing, the safe space or the safe feeling safe and the crazy maker. Those are the two things that really stood out to me the most about this. Mm-hmm. Um, could be because when I was listening to the book, I was a little in and out sleeping. Not going to lie.
0: <laughs> that's okay.
1: Um, but I needed the rest.
0: <laughs> you did. you did.
1: Um, I think that those are really interesting things because the crazy maker is also like that the creative person that you kind of allow to be in your life and absorb all of your energy as opposed to you being creative yourself totally and I feel like I know who those people are in my life Um, and it's really cool because once you put them in that perspective and you label them in that way you give yourself a freedom from There's them. a
0: bit of a freedom. Now, crazy makers don't have to be artists in your life. It no. can be anyone no. in your life. But that, the description that they said for crazy maker, it's so spot on. Yeah. And your mind immediately starts going, Oh, yep. Yeah.
1: I know okay. <laughs> um, and, but, but what's nice is that you also then, like it's, to me, it wasn't like a, a judgment or a condemnation of those people. It was like,
0: no, not at all. Oh, no, I know.
1: Okay. Um, it's that, it allows me to put them in a nice, neat little box and allow them to fill that box up with all of their crazy. And now I can just be like, "Cool, I'm going to let you be crazy in that box." And when I need to, <laughs> when I need to be, a, when I need a reminder of the crazy, I just open up the box. I'm like, "Yep, yep, cool." Kick in for a, and a minute. I'm and... Tape that back shut for a little bit and mail yep. that off. Yep. And I I like that. Um, the safe thing. Um, I think what's really interesting is. Anytime I hear somebody talk about, like, feeling safe or safety, I immediately think of, like, uh, safe places uh, in college and the political or educational notion of a safe place. And I think as an artist, safety is... In order to really connect to your inner creator and, like, the greater creator that, like, she talks about in her book, the freedom that you get from feeling safe is probably the least talked about but most important thing to every creator on Mm -hmm. a set Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because you need to be given parameters, but you also need to be given a safety net and you need to be allowed to be vulnerable and free. And I think that's true for whether you're the director, you're the producer, you're a grip, but especially the creatives on set, the actors and the cinematographers and um, and the directors. And writers, I guess, too. But uh, it's just nutty to me how under how outside of like an acting studio, because I don't remember in college, and I, I don't think it happens at improv classes, not that I know really from much experience, but this notion of like safety is so key to really creating. What do you think? I
0: think safety is very important. This week struck me in, a, in an interesting way. I'm going to read this um, description of summary here. It says, this week addresses self-definition as a major component of creative recovery. You may find yourself drawing new boundaries and staking out new territories as your personal needs, desires, and interests announce themselves. These tasks are aimed at motivating you into your personal identity, a self-defined you. So it's this really interesting thing that I took away from the, the text of it this week. Aside from the crazy maker and aside from the safe space of truly trusting yourself, which you have lectured on me about me, but many, 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 many times. I have. Hmm. <laughs> um, but truly finding who you are and knowing that that's okay 1000%.
1: And wherever you are is also okay. At that moment is perfect.
0: Yeah. Not yeah. just Amelia, but no, no, no. the world. No, no, the collective, the collective, the collective we. you, the collective we.
1: English, English, French, no, Queens we. What am I saying? Anyway, point is, <laughs> keep on going. <laughs> Pardon my...
0: No, mind. no, no. I, I, I realized that it was a shorter chapter. Um, The Crazy Makers was really the big takeaway from this one. And you immediately chuckle because, as you said, you know exactly who they are in your life, both in the artistic creative world and in the not, which is, it's weird that there's a... The lineage between the two. But there's the you know creative yeah. artistic world and, and the not creative well, artistic it was, world.
1: It was interesting, too, because um, she spoke about it in the way that people who are in recovery talk about um, recovery, like yeah. the, the notion of, like, taking up a, a sex and love addicts uh, anonymous class mm-hmm. or a class group, uh, an alcoholics anonymous a. groups, a. Al- Al-Anon, like all of those things. And it's like, oh... Right,
0: and not to share with someone who doesn't fully support or get yeah, or just who
1: isn't unblocked or who, who is right unblocked. who's blocked,
0: and you're trying yeah. to beca- it. It was it's a different reframing of it that I just had never thought about before, which I liked. What are you What are you feeling, and how are you doing with your morning pages?
1: Um, I'm really liking them. Are
0: you? Um,
1: what I'm liking about them, especially this week so far, is I've set up in our office where I actually do this podcast. And I write in here Mm -hmm. and then I go for a morning run and it just, it, it gets me thinking, gets me thinking about my day, the day before, um, and it's just starting today. It got me thinking in the, during the morning pages, um, narratively. Really? Yeah. Um, and I think that's fun. I think that's cool. What about you?
0: I'm finding them frustrating and I'm very surprised by
1: that. Do you want to talk about it at all? Oh yeah, no,
0: no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> it feels like instead of an unlocking or um, a discovery, it's feeling like homework, and I'm not liking it. It just feels like a journey and uh, a journal entry, but nothing is coming out in a way that I would like. If that are makes you choosing
1: sense? to narrate that when that's happening? What do you mean? So, what I so I'm sure as you've noticed in our relationship. Um, <laughs> I tend to do things and sometimes I'm none just doing them to do them to finish them. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'll play video games and I'll get caught up on something and I'll want to get to that next thing. I know. And I'm like, turn it off. <laughs> if so I think on day two or three of doing the pages, maybe even as early as this last week. Yeah, no, I think even on Monday. Um, whenever I start counting the lines left on the page to fill, I start writing about the fact that up oh, there goes my mind again I'm counting the lines Oh left oh, on the oh that's page. what you mean
0: Oh yeah that's what I that's what I tell my students to do when you don't know what to say you never let the page stop But
1: I then but by narrating that while writing it Yeah I'm giving myself permission to be present and think in the moment
0: Absolutely uh, Yeah that's that's, how that's I, the free write beauty of it for but sure But that's how I'm
1: getting around the homework aspect of it Yeah because I'm not treating it as an assignment I'm treating it as an opportunity to judge the fact that I'm <laughs> Thinking about it as an assignment, and not in a negative way, judge, but just like call I don't think it out. I was
0: fully aware that I'm judging it as an assignment, or because ju- I don't like to think of myself as judgmental. But
1: <laughs> well, you're uh, human, so you no, are. No, no,
0: no. I know, but in a negative way, I really do try not to. But with this, I'm just getting annoyed, and I was writing that today, <laughs> just like. How did that feel? I'm annoyed to by this, and I'm annoyed by how that. How did it feel to and say that? And when you're an optimistic, not pessimistic person, writing down, you're annoyed at everything. Um, I didn't like it. It just, fe- <laughs> it just felt icky. And I was like, why am I writing this? But then it says, don't question it and go with the flow. So it's just when I wake up, and this week has been different because you've been getting up a half hour earlier to do this and go run. And I'm in there in bed and he snuggled at my feet and I propped up and she I'm She means writing. the dog, not me. I'm snuggled in bed with the puppy because Jason is running. Um,
1: well, they don't know that when you no, said no, no, when no, he's I cuddled that. up at I my really feet <laughs> that you indicated with your head that the dog is sitting in the dog bed over there. I
0: totally realized that. Our sweet little boy Brady, whose birthday is coming up, um, it I, my eyes kept trying to close on me. The last couple of mornings I've had a very hard time waking up. I hear Lila awake in the next room. I know I'm about to go in and nurse. And I'm like, all right, let's get through this. And my eyes keep trying to shut on me. And I'm like, shoot, I have to finish this. And then my eyes just kept shutting and it's that kind it's just, I find it frustrating at the moment and I'm sure it'll change, but I am definitely feeling yeah. a frustration.
1: Well, I think our solution to that is, um, trying to find a way to get more sleep. And I think we've been doing a little bit better job this week.
0: We have been doing better this week. We need to get better. Well,
1: tonight, we're heading tonight, in tonight right we're going to have another early night and then tomorrow night, another early night because I gotta get to bed soon so that I can wake up to take um, that silly no. test.
0: All right. So another assignment, I found this one really, really interesting. Where does your time go? List your five major activities this week. How much time did you give to each one? And then it goes into other other things. So it was the kind of thing where I was like, are they talking about Facebook or Instagram, which we are all so guilty of and we could all be so much more productive if we did not do those things and actually put the time, because 10 minutes turns into an hour. It happens all the time. I'm guilty of it. I see you do it all the time. I think an hour turns
1: into like a day for me.
0: I actually got very excited because I got a notice being like your uh, online presence or the amount it's... was down on an average. Your screen your time phone? was an a- yeah. was down an average of two and a half hours this week, and I was like, "Ha ha!" Because I've really been making an effort <laughs> to not go on there. Um, so I was jotting down. All right, five major activities this week. What does that mean? So for me, it was mommyhood, which you
1: know it's covers a vast, a, a vast, wide variety, variety
0: of, of t- things and tasks and my day. I played piano. So much this week. I think I played piano more this week than I have in the last year combined. Good job. And it was great.
1: Don't Three, judge that, by the way. No, I'm good. thrilled with it.
0: I'm thrilled. Three, um, putting scenes on tape. <laughs> Four, good. the class I'm doing, as frustrating as it was when it was happening, it was good for me. And it was quite a bit of time. Four, had some nice long dinners with my parents. Yeah. There were several nights this week where we would just kind of sit afterwards and, and talk. And kibitz. And I love moments like that, especially in our scenario where we are right now. It just helps you
1: just enjoy a good, and appreciate. It's very grounding.
0: It really is. And I really like it. And then uh, five, taught my students because I spend many, many hours a week in this room teaching. Um. There were others I could have gone with, but those were the five that's kind of popped into mind for me. What about you?
1: Uh, Number one for me is probably uh, Mm -hmm. studying for the real estate exam, especially this last week. Yeah, yeah. Um, Number two would be consuming and reacting and engaging in political conversation and the political Mm -hmm. discourse that's happening in our country right now. Mm which I guess kind of dovetails into three, which is like way too much time on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Um, four, um, watching the um, Teenage Bounty Hunters show on Netflix with you. That that's was fun.
0: We're, at, we're on episode six now, right? Yeah. yeah. That
1: took up a good amount it's of time this week. Show. And then I'd say in no particular order because it does take up my time, but I don't necessarily think about it as something that takes up time because it just happens as is fatherhood.
0: Well, yeah, that's why mo- mommyhood was takes number a, one. It's all day every day. Yeah. In a good way, even on days when you're frustrated, like today I had to say for the very first time to her, I love you, but I'm not appreciating your actions and the way you're behaving right now. But tomorrow's another day and we can do it all over and I love you very much. You're
1: going to have to coach me on that.
0: I was getting frustrated <laughs> today. And that's, you just kind of stay calm and say that and let her do her thing, but...
1: we are going to re- have to coach me on holding grudges against I her talking. <laughs>
0: I will. <laughs> I will teach you my ways. Um... So another assignment, and I actually got sad at myself for a minute with this one, list 20 things you enjoy doing. I got stuck.
1: I don't know that there I are could 20 not things think I I could not think of 20 doing.
0: things that I enjoy doing and was like, that's sad. How sad is that? <laughs> so I started just like writing it down. I got to 10 really quick and then was like, huh, what about this? What about that? And then I would type something down and go, that doesn't count. And I'd erase it. And I wish I hadn't have done that because there were certain things on here. You needed that one. (laughs) I know. I'm like, hmm. All right. So here's what I have. Ready? (laughs) Acting. Playing piano. Singing. Dancing. Watching movies. Spending quality time with Lila. Exploring. Baking. Getting dressed up, which has not happened in six months, basically. (laughs) Eating. (laughs) Like I should probably put that down. Reading about time travel and anything and everything about time travel. Spending time with my husband, talking to my best friends, snuggling Brady, going on roller coasters, helping a student achieve a breakthrough moment. So at first I had written teaching, and then I was like, that's not specific enough. What is? What do I love about it? And it's when I have a moment with them where they get something or unlock something or just have a breakthrough moment and they're able to do something that they weren't able to do before. And I get such joy out of it. Sitting in a park with flowers. It took me back to Paris is where my mind went to, but just any park, kind of by myself sitting there and taking in nature. Making s'mores, which is different than baking. I think it's different than baking. Listening to the ocean, which actually then made me really sad because... Yes, there's ocean here, but it's different than the ocean on the other side, and we lived there for all those years, and we didn't go as much as we should have, and then I got sad. Sitting in a steam room and whirlpool, which, you know, you can't really go to the spa at all anymore. And then last, going window shopping, especially antiques, which again, I don't even remember the last time I did. So there are other things that could have gone on the list, like rock climbing or this, that, or the other, but it's like, that's not thing. I, I didn't, it was a weird thing to have to sit down and think of 20 things that you enjoy doing. What about you?
1: 20 things I enjoy doing. Okay. Uh, acting. Uh, reading for pleasure. Learning about something new, uh, whether that be via book, uh, audio, or um, YouTube. Uh, cooking for Pleasure. Uh, Not just eating the food, but cooking for pleasure. Like even if it's cooking for somebody else, like a food that I won't even eat. Like um, learning how to cook something new is so fun for me. Even if it's something as like I hadn't cooked bacon in the longest time because I don't eat pork. And I cooked my father-in-law bacon a few weeks back. And the notion of like doing that for the first time ever in a long time was really cool for me. Uh, Then also eating the food. That I have prepared or <laughs> in general enjoying food f- um, prepared for me by others. Um, six. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> and the, um, it gets hard. No, I know. And I'm going to be upfront and honest. Um, because of how much studying I was having to do for the exam, I'm doing this live with you guys. Don't feel like I I, uh, I, copped out, but I had a lot of work I had to do. No, it's
0: fair. It's totally um, fair. Very valid.
1: And say um, spending time with Lila and spending time with Lila just by myself. I love spending time with uh, my daughter and if we ever have more kids, which we will probably more than likely (laughs) not yet. um, Spending one-on-one time with my daughter uh, and spending one-on-one time with children eventually. uh, I think it's so important because developing a separate connection. And I think during, uh, I think I had a good separate connection prior to quarantine and then quarantine just kind of came all three of us kind of so enmeshed that, refining that again for me has been really cool um spending time with you and spending time with you um in silence not just watching tv or movies or anything like that but just like spending time because we don't really get to do that much anymore I know. um spending i love that yeah i love watching movies i love watching tv I guess those are the same thing. No,
0: those are different. One's, they are one's different. One's movies and one's TV.
1: Well, they are different. Are you keeping <laughs> track of these for me? Like what number I'm up to? Oh, I had stopped. Oh, you did? Cool. I think <laughs> I'm at nine. <laughs> I think like, you're, like,
0: I was going to say nine. So I this, think you're okay, at nine. We'll call
1: this nine. Um, <laughs> I'd say, I don't actually love walking Brady. I love walking Brady with you. Yeah. Um, Family walks. I like spending time with Brady. I love snuggling Brady, but I don't love walking him alone. Uh, not for any particular reason. I just like sharing it with you. Yeah. Um, I really like running. I'm glad I'm doing it again. Me um, too. I like lifting heavy weights. I like l- lifting heavy things up and putting them back down. It's really, <laughs> <laughs> it's really like uh, invigorating. Um. Uh, it's,
0: wow. I know it's hard. Things. It was hard. It was hard.
1: Um, I'm terrible at it, but I like writing. I'm terrible at it, but I like sketching. No judgment, no judgment, just things you enjoy. No, I just, I just, I just (laughs) always get so frustrated. I'm like, this is so fun. Oh, I'm terrible at it. Like, I'll I'll look at it and go, that's terrible. (laughs) Um, terrible. I gotta say it like my grandfather. It's terrible, Um,
0: terrible. uh,
1: I, I miss it. I like going to synagogue. Oh, wow. I really love, um, and like in that, I guess it's different going to synagogue and the congregational experience is different than Bible study, but I love religious study, not just Bible study of my particular Judaism, but religious study in general. Yeah. And recently I've had a little bit of time doing that. I've been learning a lot more about the atheist perspective on Theists, so it's been really educational <laughs> for me. Yeah. Um, I really, yeah, no, I just, I, I think.
0: You'll get to virtually this weekend for Russia show? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know that's not the same as going, but happy we'll fifty-seven we'll be able to do. Happy 5781. We'll be able to do this week. Is that what it is? Uh,
1: yeah, wow. I think so. I'm pretty sure. Wow. Um, I, I love to travel. I miss Oh, that.
0: I didn't put that one down. I love travel. Not that
1: I like getting on airplanes, but I, I, love I do traveling. like. traveling. Actually, that's not true. I love flying. <laughs> I love flying.
0: Okay, that can be that can be one.
1: Um, uh, yeah, I don't necessarily like airports, but I actually really like airplanes because I think it's a type of. I think it's magical. It's magic. Like it really is magic.
0: Yeah, something that heavy is flying in the sky. It blows my mind. Yeah,
1: uh, I like going fast in cars. You do. I really love going fast in
0: cars. You never used that gift, did you? And now we've left LA.
1: Oh no.
0: Yeah, I got you. For your birthday?
1: Oh, I'm so bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, I never used the shoe one either. Oh, um, you never use
0: that one either.
1: I give you could do some good gifts. You give me great gifts. <laughs> um, I love, I love trying on clothes. I love shopping in general.
0: You do. I do love it when you send me pictures of you in the dressing room, yeah. being like, "Check this out. Check that out."
1: Um, and one more, one more. it's funny. I don't get to do this nearly enough. Um, I love I love family time. Like all of us together. Like yeah. Thanksgiving um, when my parents could make the trip out here. There's just something so pure and beautiful and both and as well as frustrating and <laughs> nagging about those <laughs> days. But I um, and breaking out family into so many different specific groups, but, like, there's something so beautiful on Thanksgiving Day to have everyone together. Yeah. Because you're reminded so viscerally how important it is to be grateful.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think that both of our families do a good job on that day. Of making the day about family and not about the meal or the game or that did so-and-so come? No, they didn't. Did they bring the right food? No, they <laughs> didn't. Like, I feel it's like about
0: the, family. the way that
1: your family and my family have meshed together over Thanksgiving yeah has been the real Thanksgiving and what it's supposed to be. And I think that's really... Honey, that's I love
0: beautiful. That. What are you feeling right now? You're getting all emotional. Just you guys emotional. can't see this, but he's getting all emotional. All right, I just get you because well, I don't... Well,
1: I don't know the next time my parents are going to be able to come here thanks to COVID. That's true. And my parents' health. And it's just it's it's one of those things that you uh you don't realize you miss until it's gone. Until
0: it's gone. I know this last Thanksgiving, his parents were in able to join, unfortunately. Um, but we got some wonderful family pictures with my grandmother, specifically the four the four generation yeah. photo. And now she's gone.
1: Always with us.
0: But I'm just, I'm really grateful we have. Yeah, of course. That photo. And the one from her, her 90th birthday. I love that picture of, of the four of us. Her mom, me, and, and Lila. Yeah. So we have a couple really nice
1: four I wish I could have been here.
0: I know. That was a trip I came on my own with her. Yeah. I took several trips by myself yeah, her you're, here. Yeah, you're brave. That was... Flying with a little one under the age of one, guys, that is, that is no easy task when you're by yourself with all that stuff.
1: Flying with a little one about to turn two in the middle of a quarantine was definitely different. At too. least we together. were both there. <laughs> this is true.
0: This is true. This is very true. Um, all right, so next week we'll do a week three.
1: Of the artist's way. Of
0: the artist's way. We'll
1: continue to unblock our internal creator. Internal creator? Creator within? Creator creator within. within.
0: Oh, I missed this assignment. What was it? Oops. What happened? I will have to tag this one on then. 10 tiny changes. List 10 changes you'd like to make for yourself from the significant to the small or vice versa. Do it this way. I would like to blank. I would like to blank. Okay. All right. Well... That's we'll, easy. We'll tag that on to next week.
1: I think 10 changes would be so easy. I'm so judgmental of myself, so that'll be super easy. <laughs> Looking forward to doing that like, for next week. He's
0: beaming. The, this grin is great. Um, no, I'm really enjoying doing this with you. It, it's, it, it's strange, again, time-wise, because I feel like another week went by and you're like, what? But I'm glad this is something that we're, we're doing. We're doing together.
1: It's really fun to share things with you.
0: It's so fun to share things with you. I love you, baby. I love you. And thank you all for tuning in. Like you say, honey. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason
1: Rosewall. And this has been been Married to to Hollywood. Hollywood. Talk to you later. Goodbye. bye Bye. Well, stay safe, stay healthy, wear a mask. Wear a mask. Love is love. Love love. Save our children. That is important. Oh, yeah. Black Lives Matter. Register to vote. There's like 47 days or 46 days. So register to vote. Vote. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye.